Jamal Adams, they did not cut you. They traded you. Welcome back to GMs for Hire. I'm Will Polston. That's RJ Stroke from RJ's Pit Stop. And we're here to bring you a quick update on the NFL as Pro Bowl safety Jamal Adams has officially been shipped out of the New York Jets organization, something that he's been talking about for quite some time. It has finally come to fruition as he is being sent literally across the country to the Seattle Seahawks for an exchange of uh, with Jamal Adams will come a 2022 fourth round pick. And then the Seahawks will be sending over safety Bradley McDougal, their first round picks for both 20, 2021 and 2022, as well as a third round pick in 2021. A big haul for the Jets, a big exchange for the all pro safety. Jamal Adams is a very valuable player and he is under contract control for the next two years uh, Bradley McDougal in his contract year this season. So uh, to, to send two first-round picks as well as a third um, to get a little bit of a third and a fourth pick exchange, it's a lot. It's a big return for the New York Jets for Jamal Adams. Uh, personally, I think it's a, it's it looks great for the Jets whenever you're having two first-round picks thrown at you. I think it's absolutely amazing. Uh, RJ, what are your opinions on the trade? Yeah, um, Jamal Adams is probably the best safety in football or one of the best. But, man, you, you show me two first-round picks, you can have them. I, I don't care. There's there's very few players in the league that I wouldn't trade for two first-round picks. Um, I saw Colin Cowherd tweeted right after the deal was done. He said, you know, I love my house. But if you're going to significantly overpay for my house, I'll sell it to you right now. You can have it. And I think that's what the Seahawks did. It's clear that they're going all in. Um, we know that Russell Wilson, the last couple years, has put this team on his back, really, because the defense has kind of fallen off. It's nothing near what the Legion of Boom was, and he really hasn't had the best weapons. Well, now, last year, it's looking like Chris Carson's a stud. DK Metcalf looked really good. We know Tyler Lockett can go. They go sign Greg Olson. The offense looks like it's in good hands. Now let's get that defense back to where it needs to be playing at a Super Bowl level, and there's no better way to do that than to go trade for Jamal Adams. Now, two first-round picks, you're mortgaging the future to win now. You absolutely have to win now. Um, that's It's a risk. If you're going to send that kind of draft capital over, you better make sure you you know you nail this. And if Seattle doesn't, you know, go to a Super Bowl in the next two years that Jamal Adams is under contract for, um, man, that's that's tough. You hate to see that if you're a Seahawks fan. No, for sure. Do they still have? Do the Seahawks still have Jadavion Clowney? I want to say no. They- he's he, he's literally oh. still a free agent, but oh, wow. he could go back to Seattle if Clowney resigns with Seattle. That defense is disgusting because you would have Clowney on the line. Bobby Wagner at linebacker, and then Jamal Adams in the secondary. That's Not scary. Shaquille Barrett. Shaquille Barrett's a great person to have over there at cornerback, a very underrated cornerback. Uh, 
uh, I think, in the NFL. One of the more underrated cornerbacks. I don't think he gets enough love. Uh, is Frank Clark still there? I don't know. I, I just remember a lot of names on Seattle. But they do have the pieces such, as you said, Wagner, Adams, um, and in my opinion, Griffin. I think that that defense is a lot more terrifying than people would like to give them credit for. Um, but Jamal Adams, at least in my opinion, I'm sure you'd agree with this as well, just brings a whole new gear to that defense. It brings a whole new look to Seattle's defense because other than Shaquille Barrett um, – or Shaquille Griffin, not Shaquille Barrett. Um, uh, other than Shaquille Griffin, there wasn't much secondary help. I mean, Bradley McDougal is a pretty decent safety. He's one of the – I'd say he's on the upper echelon of – uh, above average in the league. I wouldn't say he's a standout by any means, but I'd, I'd say he's a pretty decent safety in him of himself. But, I mean, you, you can't compare to Jamal Adams, and I think this just makes that NFC West division race even just that much tighter. I also want to point out a team – well, a couple teams that didn't get him. Um, obviously, if you know by now, we live in Tampa. Well, three of us do. And um, I really thought the Bucks should have gone all in to get Jamal Adams. Uh, you have Tom Brady for two years. We don't know if he's going to stay longer than that. He'll probably retire. Uh, Chris Godwin is in a contract year. Gronk only has one year left. Shaq Barrett's on the franchise tag. We have a lot that's going to be happening here in these next couple years. The Bucks need to go for it. The Bucks absolutely need to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, it's plus, because the game's in Tampa, how sweet would that be? They'd be the first team to ever do that. But they absolutely need to win the Super Bowl this year um, because you look – how are they going to pay everybody? Are you going to pay Shaq and Godwin? You're going to re-sign Gronk for another year so he can play with Brady one more time. Um, you got a lot going on here. I thought maybe you should trade for Jamal Adams, really make that defense scary, uh, because that front seven that Tampa's going to roll out looks really good. Um, I, I really like that front seven. The secondary is very young and inexperienced. We know about the corners, Sean Murphy, Bunting, Carlton Davis. They were drafted high. They have a lot of upside. People really like them. But what about the safeties? I know they just drafted Anton Winfield, but who's the other one going to be? Jamel Dean? Like, who, who, who even is the other safety? It should have been Jamal Adams. Now, if I'm the Bucks, I'm not giving up two first-round picks. And I'm sure the Bucks probably called the Jets because they probably know, hey, we're going all in. we got to make something happen in these two years that we have Brady. Um, yeah, the two first-round picks, I think that's too stout. And obviously the Bucks, I'm glad they didn't try to match that offer. Uh, but, man, I would have liked to have seen them really, really push and really try to go for it. Also, the Dallas Cowboys. Jamal Adams literally has done everything in his power to be a Dallas Cowboy, and y'all still fumbled it. Y'all still couldn't figure out a way to make him a Cowboy. Um, what are we doing in, in Dallas right now? Uh, we're not paying our quarterback. Uh, we got a lot of problems going on. What What exactly – y'all don't think y'all needed Jamal Adams? Now, maybe it was the two first-round picks. Maybe that was the deal-breaker there. But, man, uh, especially when that video came out where Jamal Adams said, yeah, I'm trying, bro, I'm trying to get to Dallas. Damn, like, come on. This guy literally wants to be on your team, and y'all couldn't figure out a way to make it happen? Man, I, I think I might have tried a little harder if I was Dallas. 
Yeah, I was kind of shocked to see that it was Seattle as the front runner and ultimately ended up getting Jamal Adams. I was very much on the on the Jamal Adams to Dallas train. I thought that was exactly where he was going to go. And I think that defense would be absolutely terrifying between Demarcus Lawrence on the line, between Jalen Smith and, uh, and Leighton Vander Esch and the linebacker positions, and then to have Jamal Adams back there at safety to be kind of hawking over everything. I think Jamal Adams would take the Cowboys uh, – if they can put the offense together, they can figure out Dak's whole situation. I think that would take them to a Super Bowl contender. And I think that would have made their team absolutely crazy. I think that would have made them easy favorites in that division. Um, right now, you have to question it a little bit because the Eagles are still have a little bit of a fight. And if Daniel Jones can finally put something together, maybe the Giants kind of screw around and actually win a couple games and at least make things interesting. I don't know about necessarily a favorite, but they could at least be a disruptor. Um, I, I think that not getting Jamal Adams is really going to cost the Dallas Cowboys here. And I think it would have been great to have Jamal Adams come in under that new head coach and Mike McCarthy. I think that would have been a great addition um, to just to have, just to have somebody new and different fresh into the locker room that you can call your guy um, that wasn't necessarily there whenever you took over the team. So I guess, uh, I guess Dallas just missed out on it. But as you said, I mean, he, he was really fighting his way to try to get into Dallas, but, Whatever the case may be, um, you know, the 49ers last season ended up taking that NFC West division. Does the addition of Jamal Adams make Seattle the favorite, do you think? Yeah, honestly, even before they got Jamal Adams, I was all in that Seattle was going to win the division. I don't know why. I just don't really believe in San Francisco. Um, I understand that roster's loaded. They just played in the Super Bowl. They were, you know, a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl. I understand that. But Jimmy Garoppolo, to me, just he's not that guy yet. Jimmy Garoppolo is right there with Dak and Kirk Cousins and those guys that are good. Uh, but let me see it if you're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm going to have to see it. Uh, so I, I definitely thought the 49ers were going to take a step back this year. Um, I don't love the receivers. I like Debo Samuel, but he got hurt. Uh, they're running backs. They got like four different ones they'll roll out. That's all right, but, like, I don't know. Don't you want the guy that you know you can hand the ball to? Like, I'm sure having four fresh guys is nice, but, damn, I'd really like to have McCaffrey or Saquon or Zeke or someone that I know is a stud and I can give the ball to. Also, the defense. I know they played really well last year. They did give up, who was it, Eric Armstead, the big nose tackle, shipped him to the Colts. What are the odds that a team that, you know, was that close to winning the Super Bowl, can back it up and do it again this year. We've seen a lot of teams have a Super Bowl hangover. I saw Carolina do it. We saw Atlanta do it. Teams have a Super Bowl hangover when they don't win it. And I I already thought San Francisco was going to be that team this year. Now with Seattle getting Jamal Adams, good luck, Jimmy G, because you're going to need it. Yeah, other than Jimmy G, that team is very young, too. They're not very experienced between – uh, Fred Warner between uh, between Joe or Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa out there, um, plus their secondary. I mean, they have Richard Sherman as kind of like the veteran staple out there. But um, I mean, veteran, uh, you know, Richard Sherman, though being a, a veteran and having some great playing time, great playing history, I think his age is finally starting to show, and he's not exactly the corner he used to be. So um, then it kind of lays on Jimmy G, and the wide receivers aren't exactly a. Uh, as you said, I wouldn't I wouldn't put them in the upper echelon of uh, of wide receiver cores in the NFL. Uh, between Kendrick Bourne, between Dante Pettis, 
Um, I did like Debo Samuel, that that was about the only bright spot I found. Um, obviously, George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the league, but you can't rely on George Kittle for all your offense. So Jimmy G would have to make something happen. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Seattle as the favorite. Uh, I, I think the addition of Jamal Adams definitely, uh, I think, if there was any debate, I think Jamal Adams at least kind of pushes Seattle to make them the clear favorite. Um, I, I think the 49ers are still a great football team. They're, I think they're going to end up as a wild card team. They're going to fall in there in the playoffs somewhere, um, you know, unlike the Rams. But uh, any, you know, just fuck Jared Goff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Jamal Adams, officially a Seattle Seahawk. Physicals all done, pending, everything such as that. Good to go in Seattle. Um, this is going to shake up the NFL quite a bit. I know it's going to be really awkward to see him in the uh, the blue and the green as opposed to the green and the white. Um, I know it's going to be a little bit of a change, but you know, we're here for it. Uh, any final words on Jamal Adams becoming the, uh, the newest Seahawk? Well, uh, the first thing I thought uh, when I saw the deal uh, was, damn, you know, I wish Tampa would have got him. But I really think that's the NFC championship now. I think it's going to be Tampa Bay versus Seattle in the NFC championship. And it got me thinking that if we're not going to have fans in the stands this year, Seattle really doesn't have a home field advantage now. They don't have that 12th man. So if I'm Tampa, I mean, <laughs> I know we're talking about Jamal Adams, but, man, I, that was something that kind of popped into my head. That NFC championship now, you know, I like it. I like it. Tom Brady's played against Jamal Adams twice a year for the last, what, three, four years. He knows him. He knows what his game is and what his game isn't um, because really I think that's going to be Seattle's biggest threat in the NFC. I really don't think there's another team that um, that I would be scared of. Uh, the Saints will find a way to choke. Cowboys and Eagles, I need to see it. The Vikings, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. Uh, if the Bears can figure out who's going to play quarterback, I really like the defense. Aaron Rodgers has no help. Um, I, <laughs> The NFC really is Seahawks, Bucks, and Saints to me. But the Saints will find a way to choke. So Seahawks, Bucks, and Brady knows Jamal. So, hey, I like that. See how it ends up. I, I think my bold prediction would be if the Jets can't actually put it together this year, uh, I wonder how much longer they're going to hold on to that young man, Sam Darnold, out there. And now they have at least two picks in the first round. Maybe see them use that Seahawks pick in 2021 and then their pick depending on where it lands um, for the for the year this this draft, and maybe see him move up and get a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence. You know, maybe use it as draft capital if the offense can't put it together and if that defense – I mean, that defense just took a huge blow in losing Jamal Adams, literally lost the captain of that defense. So yeah. um, is the chemistry going to be there? Are they going to be able to stop anybody? Who knows? But uh, I think you could see that the, those two draft picks maybe get packaged up and sent somewhere else and maybe bring in the future of – uh, of Jets football but until then who knows it's it's better than Trevor Lawrence playing in in London that's for sure so <laughs> get him in a big market and see what happens but uh until the until next time uh no more parting words if if that's all are you good uh you good RJ I'm great well, sounds good to me well then this has been GM's for hire updating you on the breaking news of Jamal Adams signing or not signing being traded to the Seattle Seahawks and until we get some more breaking news on the NFL we will catch you next time take it easy